Right now, we have a scholar, author, and political analyst, Ralph Mateka, in the building. Welcome to Hashtag Fresh Politics. Ralph. Good morning. Good morning, Fresh, and good morning to your listeners at home. Thank you for joining us. It's a great pleasure being Public here. Public hearings on expropriation of land without compensation. How did that go? You know, I, I, I had uh, uh, the SABC has been running this uh, promo line saying that the World Cup goes over lit. But yes. I think those talks are lit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way more yeah. than that. Yeah. I mean, it's been very tense. Uh, I have to say, you know, the land is a very emotional issue. We've seen the talks uh, uh, that went underway in Limpopo uh, where actually politicians were at each other's throat. Mr. Mm. Malema and Mr. Lukota were at each other's throat. But even beyond that, you, you, you look at what has happened there. Uh, police were involved in a scuffle involving political party mm. supporters thereof. You know, and, and for me, you know what, Fred, what, what concerns me about this, of course, people have got the right to express their genuine feelings and so forth. Mm. But what, what, what worries me here is when members of parliament, they, mm. they themselves are showing this high level of intolerance towards each other and you ask yourself how will ordinary communities and citizens carry themselves if members of parliament who are supposed to be used to you know having conversations and the the heat heat, and they themselves you 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 look at it and you say uh, you ask yourself uh, by the time we are done with these talks where would we be Mm. and also the the environment is uh, is this a referendum is it are these hearings about whether you support or you don't support or is it about airing views i thought it should be about airing views it should be about bringing different ideas and let's differ in a dignified manner not to a point where uh, people are shouting down on each other just because they don't agree and accusing each other of all sorts of things i hear that the hearings are going to free state but they've revealed to me Mm. the level of intolerance that we still have uh, within our society and also how divided we are uh, within our society we found out of any interesting submissions regarding expropriation of land? I mean, so far it, it, it has been verbal, yes. and so far my view is it's almost like a referendum. Mm. If you listen to some of the discussion that came forth, it's more like uh, if you are not in support of it, you get shouted down. Mm. You need the nuances about this, and I, I always talk about creativity in mm. political engagement. Mm. The nation should allow itself to be creative in looking into this and I don't see that coming out I have to say and political leaders are not helping this situation either. Maybe because they're not genuinely concerned and it's an election year next year. Exactly. I I guess you know I always wonder how would this be maybe after the elections because uh, it appears that The tone would be different. Exactly. When people are talking it's more like uh, you know we are married to this point. We are not moving on this point. We are not even willing to listen. We'll allocate you time to speak but we are not going to engage. It's this non-engaging attitude that I think is coming out on this and electioneering Mm. but also uh, I think where the ANC got it wrong was to firstly go for the motion before discussion. Mm. It would have been very interesting mm. if there were consultation on this thing before the, 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 the motion to expropriate without compensation was passed in Parliament. It, it has become so tense that I think that security and I think, you know, when you start calling security on issues about discussion, it just mm. shows how tense the whole thing is. Yeah. You know. Rafi, um, another issue we'd like to uh, look at is ideally... What would be the best outcome in this regard? The best outcome, you know, Fresh, if you get into a conversation, Mm. you shouldn't come out the same. Yes. 
You know, when people get into conversation from the point of view that they've assumed positions on this, mm. shouldn't come out the same. I wanted to see more nuances, mm. uh, you know, for people instance, finding if, each other. For instance, if a this. 10-year-old has yeah. an idea, you hear the 10-year-old out. They might have a solution. True. Exactly. But at this point, uh, it's it, 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 it's it's you ask yourself, are we going to, is this a conversation or just mm. shouting and screaming at each other? I know as a nation we are used to this thing of shouting and screaming at each other, but are we going to see any creative idea coming out of that? Of course, some have said that, look, it's a question of land. You either take it or you don't take it. Mm. Yeah. There is nothing creative about it. But I think if you start thinking about that resolution that they've adopted in parliament, which mm. says that uh, it should not be done in a way that it will harm food security. Mm. Yeah. Are we thinking about ways in which it can can be done in a way that it does not actually uh, have detrimental impact on the economy. Are we thinking about that? So far, mm -mm, I don't think it is working in that way. Uh, uh, mm. The discussions are not giving, I, I, I don't have so much confidence so far. And also linking it to food security almost implies that we're only looking at farmland. Exactly. As opposed to all other land. Uh, exactly. Because not everyone wants to farm. Exactly. Not, not everyone wants to farm. Actually, uh, <laughs> you know, the funny part is I might want <laughs> just a bit of land. Yeah. To build a homestead for me and my family. Exactly. You know what? If you look at it in urban areas, mm. you have a distinct problem of urban housing, sure. which has got nothing to do with farming. Mm. But it does also come into the fray. This is when you need to disaggregate and mm. look at this thing differently. Okay, fine. How do we deal with the question of urban uh, 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 space where people can coexist and share the space in urban areas? And again, you have another issue coming into the whole thing of the traditional leadership land as well. Mm. Yeah. Some traditional leaders are saying that you are not going to touch our land. We, this is not about uh, uh, dispossessing us yes. as traditional leaders. Yes. I mean, I was listening uh, this morning that uh, there are those in KZN who are actually saying that, you know what, we're even thinking of secession. Uh, there are people who are playing with the idea of saying that KZN can actually stand on its own. Don't touch our land. And, and that's a whole other discussion, customary law yeah. versus the constitution. True. You want to see those things coming out, but at this point, it's it's not about that. At yes. this point, it's like uh, I mean, it's like people attending bingo of some sort. You just raise your hand. Are you agreeing with this? Are you disagreeing with it? There is lack of nuance. There is no appreciation of how complex this is. Mm. But also the discussions are poorly led. Mm. Political leaders are not doing a great job in leading the nation through this discussion. Do you think that I agree if we said, guys, can we discuss the land after elections? <laughs> they will not agree. <laughs> oh my goodness. They will not agree. That's true. And actually, I believe that it will, the, the tempo will lower after the elections. Yes. Because, you know, after the elections, people will be thinking about coalitions and so forth. It will relax a little bit. Maybe yeah. uh, it, will, it will then be raised again in the subsequent uh, local government elections. Yeah. If you discuss this away from the elections, mm. you, will, you are much more I likely to I think the quality will come that. out. Exactly. The quality will come out. It will be a quality discussion yeah. and it will be less about votes. Exactly. Mm. It'll be less mm. about um, 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 inflammatory statements exactly. and fear-mongering. Exactly, Fresh. And I mean, when you go into the election, everyone wants to win the election and everyone wants to cement their identity that they're going into the elections that we are the guys that took a strong position yes. against this or we are the guy that took a strong position for this and unfortunately it's the election madness it doesn't create a good environment for consensus speaking of uh, the elections now we have the DA versus Patricia DeLille mm -hmm. and that is a matter that mm -hmm. you know at, at this moment in time it seems as though the DA has scored an own goal mm -hmm. because the panel that found that decided to seize Patricia DeLille's um, 
membership with the DA has now been found to be unlawful. Mm -hmm. And that means that other people who've had decisions made by this panel Mm -hmm. will probably go to court. What does that mean for the DA overall? I mean, it says that... uh there is something common about main political parties in South Africa, your ANC, your DA, yeah. is that they do not adhere to their own internal processes. Internal democracy is a problem. When a party wants to achieve a goal, get rid of a member, they bend their own rules. That yeah. is what the DA... And you know what? The sad part is that the DA has actually presented itself as a, you know, this modern party yeah, that yeah. understands processes. You know what I mean? We are not going to throw a stone at you where mm. the DA will follow procedure, will go to court. And now they've been found wanting yeah. in relation to the uh, to the Delile matter. I think they should just settle with anti Delile. Yeah. They, they, they should just sit down and settle. They should not try to appeal this thing and go to court because it's just going to embarrass them further and further. They should just find an amicable solution. If they want to go into this election being solid and coherent party, they should find a way. Maybe retain her as a, as a, as a mayor yeah. until maybe after the elections. I mean, what's the worst that uh, would could, could happen to them so far? I think too much blood has been spilled. Yeah, it, it's a, it's not winnable, yeah. and it it's becoming very costly. Delila is an individual, mm. but mm. the DA is a political party. Mm. It is the one that is incurring more political cost out of this than Delila. What she is up to now is just to actually demonstrate uh, uh, the ineptitude within the DA, how much of a failure the DA is. Yeah. It's payback time uh, for her against the DA, and there is. It's not winnable for the DA. They must just find a way to settle this thing. And Musi's silence on this entire matter. And of course, Mr. Maimani again. I mean, the idea, uh, it drives this perception that says that Musi is not in charge. There's mm. a, a brain trust of the DA that is located elsewhere. Mr. Musi takes the script and reads it out and so forth. Unfortunately, it just doesn't present a good picture for the DA going into this election. Mm. Not by any chance. It doesn't help them at all. Ralph, we'll leave it at that. Uh, you've got a brand new book, uh, Ramaphosa's Turn. It's on shelves now, right? It is on shelves. Go get yourself a copy. Ralph Mateka, scholar, clever black, (laughs) author, political analyst. Thank you, Ralph. Thank you. Chat to you in a week.